In the Pasuk in this week's Parsha, which is part of Kriya Shvan, the Vahayim Shemaya, it says, and I will give the rain of your land in its time. Rashi quotes the words from the Pasuk, and I will give you the, land, the, the rain of your land. When his Mepharish explains, Asisa Masha Aleichem, you did what was incumbent upon you. I will do, I will also do what is incumbent upon me. This is Hashem speaking that if you will listen to my mitzvahs, then I will, um, I will give you the rain for your land on time. So we have to understand about this. What is the difficulty in the Pasuk? which Rashi comes to explain by saying the words you did what you have to do, I'll do what I have to do what was difficult and what gets answered by these words especially in light of the fact that Rashi really doesn't answer or add anything to what is understood as the simple meaning of the Pshat, of the Pasuk the simple reading of the Pesukim means, if you will listen to my mitzvahs, then I will give you your rain. So that is exactly the same meaning. And what does Rashi add to that? The Ram Faremfet, Rabbi Yom Mizrahi answers, as Rashi is oisin to bavaranen, tos was in the parsha veren oisgerechen tasach protim in the bracha from the satim daratschem. The Rashi is coming to explain that in this parsha, there's a lot of detail that the, the Hashem says about the giving of the rain. Yoiro Malka, for instance, he says, I will give you this kind of rain and that kind of rain, the different types of rain which are necessary for the uh, produce. Vasafta de Ganecha, and you will gather in your grain. Vanasati Eseva will give grass for your animals. Vachalta you will eat and you'll be satisfied. Nishri and Parsha and this is different, distinct from how it is brought in Parsha Bechukaisai. For state blaze, where over there it just simply says, I will give you your rain in its proper time. And it doesn't go into all the detail. So the, therefore Rashi says, Why here is there so much detail? So that's what Rashi comes to explain. That Hashem is saying, You did what you're supposed to do. You did what is your responsibility. Meaning to say, you did everything that I have requested of you, all the mitzvahs and all their details. Therefore Hashem says, I will do what I'm supposed to do. I'll do everything that is my responsibility. Until speaking in the name of Hashem, uh, there will not be anything left. No good will remain which I will not do for you. I will do everything for you. Anything good, I will do. That's why all the detail is listed. But it's difficult to say that this is what Rashi means to say. Because, number one, Rashi quotes the words from the Pasuk, and I will give you the, la- the rain of, to your, for your land. It doesn't even add the words Vegaimer, which means to lead us to read the rest of the Pasuk. In other words, what he's trying to explain, and, what, and the words in the Pasuk which lead him to this explanation, are those words. According to the explanation of the Mizrahi, is the Hechech Nor from the Vaitadigabeta. The point that Rashi is trying to explain is brought out from the later words, where there are more details added. And to the contrary, in because in these words which Rashi quotes, and I will give you the rain for your land, that's the only similarity between our parsha and parsha b'chukaisai. Both of them talk about Hashem giving the rain. It's only the later words, the detail, which lead Rashi to the question. So then why does he quote the words which don't lead to the question, and he doesn't even allude to the words that lead to the question by saying the 
Another thing, light Pirush Rashi, according to Rashi, it's the brachas and parsha is aggressive from the from unzer parsha, from the from unzer parsha. According to the way Rashi explains it over there, the blessings of that are found in parsha b'chakaisa are actually on a higher level than the blessings that are here in our parsha in Bahaya. The Rashi Tajdot, as Rashi over there explains, the eitz hasada and the the trees of the field. So Rashi says, what does the trees of the field allude to? Those are talking about trees which don't normally provide fruit. And even those trees will produce fruit. That's a much higher type of blessing. In other words, that the blessings over there in Bechukai are in a supernatural way even barren trees also will produce fruit, the ones that you don't expect to give fruit. Which is a much higher level bracha than the, one, the brachas which are brought in our pasha, which are all natural type blessings. So for those two reasons, it's difficult to say that the answer of the Mizrahi is what Rashi is trying to say here. If we compare the two psukim uh, of these two psukim, you will see a number of differences in the way Rashi explains them. Rashi quotes the words in the time, in the proper time. He'll give the rain in the proper time, and he explains what is the proper time. at night. So that it shouldn't trouble you, disturb you, to have to walk in the rain. Another explanation. What is meant by in the proper time? On Friday nights. When everybody is home. Friday night, everybody is home. Now we compare it to how it's explained in Parshavu From There where it also says in their proper time. As the Pesach says, I will give you your rain in its proper time. So there, what does Rashi say? At a time when people don't normally leave the house, like on Friday nights. So we have to understand the differences between these two Rashis. Number one, over there in Parsha Bukhakaisai, Rashi finds it enough to simply explain, like on Friday nights. When in Unza Parsha Zakta the Raif, Aisan and Pirush from Balayla Shabbos, it's not a Pirush, whereas here he gives two explanations. Besides for the second explanation, which is that it's on Friday night, he says that it's talking about at night in general. Number two, another difference, Nachmer, even more, the question becomes even more pronounced. The Pirush, Balayla Shabbos, is Da, Zakrashi al Tzveta Pirush. In our parsha, where he says on Friday nights, that comes as the second explanation. In other words, what does the second explanation mean? As the Rebbe explained many times, that that is not the main explanation. The main explanation is always the first explanation. The secondary explanation is that it means Friday nights. When the pirush rishon ve'ikri is, and what is the main? And the first, and therefore the main explanation, as be'itay main stambalelis, that in its time means any night, nights in general. Beheipach v'im parshavachakaisai, which is directly uh, the opposite of how it is in parshavachakaisai, with the pirush from be'itam is dafkin nor be'lelishabasis, where over there the proper time is simply expressed as Friday nights. Here, not only is there another pshat, but this, the other pshat that it's every night is the main pshat. A third thing, a third difference. First Rashi explains the idea of why it's the proper time. First he explains why it's the proper time, because that's a time when people don't leave the house. And then he tells you when is the time that people don't leave? Friday nights. On the other hand, in here he says it the opposite order. 
First he identifies the time. And then he explains why that time is the right time because people don't leave the house at that time. So he reverses the order of the specific time and the reason why that time is called the right time for rain. A fourth difference. In Over there he expresses it in a negative way. A time when people do not leave the house. Whereas here he says it says it in, a, in the proactive way. He tells you where they are. They are at home. Not that they don't leave home. Number five, a fifth difference. There he says people. Here he says everyone. And the sixth thing, Eider Rashi Zogda Dem Tzveten Pirush Beledu Shabbosis. Over here, when he sa- he says two pshatim, one is nights in general, and then as he gives a second one that it means Friday night. Before he says that it, the second pshat is Friday night, is a nochomomatic from passing the word beitay. He once again quotes the word in its time, and then tells you what in its time means that it means Friday night. As he says, another pshat be'itoi in its time. What is that? Bolelu Shabbos is on Friday night. Why does he have to tell you again that he's explaining what the proper time is? We already know what the Rashi is focusing on. What's the proper time for rain? So why did he have to quote that word once again? Gimel, the beer v'cholzer. So the, to explain this whole matter, the nekudas hachilik tzvishin de bracha in parsha b'chaisa in anunza parsha. What is the main difference between the prasha as it appears in, sorry, the bracha as it appears in Bechukaisai and the bracha as it appears in our parsha? Is as follows. Over there it says, I will give your rain in its time. Meaning to say, the rain as it pertains to the Jewish people. What does it say in our parsha? I will give the rain for your land. Not for you, but for the land. The motor von Ayer Oretz, the rain for the land, the haste, in other words. In Parsha B'chokaisai, Benjamin, the Eden mit Gishamim over there, in Parsha B'chokaisai, the Jewish people are being blessed with rain that is good for them. Und da Benjamin dem Eretz, over here, the blessing is extended to the land. The land of the Jewish people, and Eretz Durch them come to sons of the Valabatim from them Eretz Eden, and by way of the land, it is of course of benefit for the people too, for the Jewish people. But the the blessing is directed at the land. In our parsha, in parsha B'chakaisay, the blessing is directed at the people. Das ezoich the tamachilut zvishen dem sug habrachas in parsha B'chakaisay. And that is also the reason why there is a difference in the type of blessing as it appears in Parsha B'chokaisai, where over there it's Hecher from Teva, it's a blessing which transcends nature, as we said before Rashi said. When in Unza Parsha, whereas in our Parsha, Alpiteva, it is a blessing that conforms to, the, to nature. In Parsha B'chokaisai, in that Parsha B'chokaisai, since the blessing is directed at the Jewish people, is in Nishbagrenitz, in Gidirateva. That's why the blessing doesn't have to be conform to the laws of nature. The Jewish people are by definition beyond nature, and therefore the blessing can be even supernatural. Over there, the blessing is directed at the people, and they, we are blessed with our needs, the way we need it to happen. Even if it doesn't conform to the laws of nature. We need it to be in a certain way, and therefore that's how it will happen. Nature doesn't really see it that way, that doesn't matter. The Jewish people transcend that. Takegn, on the other hand, in Unzer Parsha, in our Parsha, where the Bracha is directed at the land, therefore the blessing comes to the land, as the land needs the blessing. Where the blessing for the land is, by definition, nature, the nature of the land. And as it says in the Pasuk, 
Oid kol yimeya orad zera. The the it'll be always forever the the um, the the days of the earth of the land are time for planting. So all that loyish boysu will never will never stop. It'll always go on. That's what Hashem said after the flood. That from now on the nature will continue on the cycle. It'll, it will not be interrupted again. But what we see from there is that. It's the land has a natural process. But the blessing in our parsha, since it's directed at the land, is not meant to be understood as a supernatural blessing. It is a blessing that conforms to the nature of the land. What is the reason that there is such a difference, distinct difference between the blessings as they appear in Bechokaisai, which is directed at the Jewish people and therefore supernatural, whereas the blessing in our parsha is to the land and therefore natural. But Rashi, Rashi explains that already. That's what he explains when he says, I will give you the, the rain for your land. So Rashi explains the difference. You did what you were meant, to, what you were supposed to do. Afani That's why I will do what I have to do. What does that explain? The reason that the blessing here comes to the land and which means natural, a nat- natural blessing, is because the Jewish people behave towards Hashem in a way that is expressed by you did what you were meant to do. In other words, they did only what they were responsible to do. They did exactly what they were told to do, and that's what they did. You did what I told you to do, and that's what you did. You did what you were obligated to do, and that's all you did. That's the point. But you didn't do more than that. When the river is afani, therefore Hashem responds in kind. I too, the Rebishter, as Mida, I will do the same. I repay the, the according to your behavior. Nor mashallah, I will do that which I am responsible to do. Taka bracha, I will give you a blessing. It'll be a blessing. but it'll be a blessing that conforms to the laws of nature. Nishmer them and nothing more than that. You did what you had to do, I'll do what I have to do. Of course, as a blessing, but within certain limitations. But when it comes to Parshavachukaisai, actually it was before, there the reward is given in response to the way the Yidin behave, which is expressed in the words, you will walk in my statutes. And over there, what does that mean? Virashi types this up, as Rashi explains over there. Over there, means you will toil in the study of Torah. And not just study Torah on a basic level. You will toil. You will put everything that you have into it. Not just to learn as much as you're obligated to do, nor but to toil in Torah. Do more. You will be doing more than what the mitzvah of uh, study of Torah expects and demands. Therefore, in response, the blessing from Hashem also comes, not only what I am obligated to do, nor but I will do more than I'm obligated to do, which means a blessing which is supernatural. And that's what Rashi is explaining here about the way the blessing is brought out in this parasha, that it's a basic blessing, you know, according to the laws of nature. Hey, but the question could be asked about this, even Pasuk in Parsha Tovei. On the Pasuk which we find in Parsha Kisavei, it says there, Look down from your holy place, your holy resting place up there, Taich Rashi, and give and uh, and bless your people. That's what the uh, the request to Hashem is. 
Taich Rashi. So Rashi explains over there, Asinu Aleinu, we did what you uh, decreed upon us. Asay Atam says, therefore you also should do what you are meant to do. Shamarta you said if you will go uh, will walk in my statutes I will give you your reign on time so we're saying to Hashem we did what you comm- what you decreed upon us you do what you said you'll do thus haste in other words what do we see from this passage that when we say that I will give your reign in its time which is something in that is blessings which transcend nature we say that that is a reward for us doing what you decreed upon us. Which seems to be similar to what is in our Parsha, in our Rashi, which says, we did what we were supposed to do, you should do what you're supposed to do. Which Rashi says in our Parsha here. So in other words, it seems that what we are decreed, what you decreed upon us is a reason to receive a blessing that is found in Parsha B'chukaisai. So that seems to be more the, but the, the type of performance of mitzvah seems to be more similar to what we find in our Parsha. We did what we're, we were told to do. So how do we reconcile that we're expecting a blessing of Parsha B'chukaisai for doing what you decreed upon us? Rashi explains this seeming contradiction by a slight change in the way he expresses it. He doesn't say we did over there. He doesn't say we did what we were meant to do. As he says it in our Parsha. Over there he says in Parsha Kisavai he says, We did what you decreed upon us. What is the meaning of that word, decreed upon us? In other words, the reward that we're expecting, that it should be a supernatural reward, is not because we did what we were meant to do. The type of mitzvahs, the way we perform the mitzvahs, which are logical mitzvahs, or edus, which means testimonial mitzvahs, which also have a certain logic and sense to them. Was the mention seichel state the mention of seichel state which human uh, comprehension can relate to it. You know, there are certain laws that everybody in society does, and every society also has its traditions and its commemorations. So Judaism also has those kinds of mitzvahs. And therefore accepts them. These are the type of mitzvahs that your mind, your intellect can relate to. But rather what he's saying is that's not how we do the mitzvahs. When in Parshat Kisavai, he's talking about the way we perform mitzvahs which are Hashem's decrees. Those are mitzvahs which are super logical. These are not mitzvahs that we can understand why we need to do them. They don't seem to have any logic or reason to them. But we do them anyway. We do them even though our mind doesn't really relate to them. That's the kind of mitzvahs he's talking about over there. And for that, we expect a response or a blessing which is supernatural. The Lashon Rashi and the way Rashi says, as me metudze nor the farvas gzeire him ofanev ein lecharushus laharachreha, as Rashi says that we do those mitzvahs only because they are Hashem's decree, and we have no right to question them, and we do them because we submit to them. Hashem said to do it, so we do it. Um vibal das the kiyim from dimitzes na un is dor de koiches vazani hechaf and seichel un teva adam, and since. In order to perform these mitzvahs, we have to call upon a, a level within us, which is not just intellect, that we understand it. It's something which transcends our intellect. We have to re- reach deeper into ourselves to have that kind of commitment. Therefore, the reward for this kind, the performance of those mitzvahs, is an therefore, 
the reward is also, I will give you your reign. In other words, the blessing will direct it, be directed at you and what your needs are, not necessarily does it have to conform to the natural process. It's your reign because uh, the reign that you need because that's how you behaved and it'll be done in the time when you need it. And therefore it'll be a blessing which transcends nature and that's how Rashi explains it by saying the word gazarta that you um, we did what you decreed upon us. In other words, we are committed to those mitzvahs which are supernatural as well, super rational as well and therefore the blessing that we will receive is also expected to be supernatural. Vav. The Chiluk now. So now that we understand this general difference between Pasha V'chukaisei and Unza Pasha between Pasha V'chukaisei and what is happening in our Pasha is Eich Datam is also the reason of an Unterschied between Inem Taich Be'itam Be'ita in the Tzvei Erte. And that explains also the difference between in its time as, it, as what it means in our Pasha and what it means in Pasha V'chukaisei. In where the blessing of the rain is directed at the needs of the Yidin, as it says in the word in the your rain, therefore the, the rain is given in accordance with the needs of the Jewish people. On the best site of Farayid, and when is the best time for a Yid to receive his rain? is is a time when he never has to go outside. It's a time when we never have to step foot outside. That's why Rashi says, that what does it mean in its time, in its right time? That's why Rashi gives one explanation. It is a time when people do not leave the house. Friday night. That's the time when people don't leave their house. So, Although that presents a certain problem, because if it rains only one night out of the week, not in the Leil Shabbos, it's only on Friday night, that that should be enough to water the fields, enough that everything should grow properly, that isn't really a natural thing. There, normally you need rain more often than that. But since the blessing is not being directed at the land, the net blessing is being directed at the needs of the Jews. And the needs of the Jewish people is that Friday night I never have to go outside. Therefore, that's the right time for rain. If that doesn't conform so well with, natu- with the natural needs, okay, we expect a supernatural uh, blessing. But when it comes to our parsha here in Ekev, where the blessing is directed at the land and the needs of the land, according to the needs the parameters of the natural needs of the land is so therefore when is the proper time for rain when is the time that rain is best given that it should also conform to the natural needs of the land is just nights nights in general not specifically Friday night Nights in general, in Asach Leilis, there are many nights in which it could rain, during the week. Not only on Friday night, because naturally, normally, you need rain more than once a week. Because only Friday night, that it should be enough to rain Friday night, that would be a miraculous thing. In this parsha, it doesn't talk about miraculous blessings. It talks about natural blessings. So the fact that it rains at night, which is a time when people generally do not leave, as I'll explain soon, it's a, that is a blessing in itself. But it's not the kind of blessing that a person leaves the house, doesn't leave the house on Friday night, and that's why that's the only time it should rain. Zion. The Chilukanal is oich farbund mitn teich from vort mot metar and this difference also, it's connected to the meaning of the word bi'itay in its time. On bi'itam, whether it's bi'itay, bi'itam, in its time and in their time, was made. What does that mean? Ados is the zeit was is zugeteilt oishlislech farregn. Bi'itay in its time. Who is its time? 
it refers to the rain, the time of the rain. In other words, I will give you rain in a time when it's, that is the time for rain. That's a time which is dedicated to rain. It's a time which only rain appears in the street. Nobody else is there, just the rain. Not somebody else, but in them, but there are two ways in which that can be meant. The time which rain alone reigns, the other kind of reigns, supreme. One way is, when the bracha is to Eden, when the blessing is directed at the, the needs of the Yidin, is so then when is the time when the rain can reign supreme? That's dependent on what the needs of the Yidin are. In all of their needs. Then is the Be'itam von Regen. When then can we dedicate a time which is when we can allow the rain to be, to reign supreme? But nor er is that only the, the rain will be there. It's a time when nobody else, no Yidin, are going to be walking in the street at that time. Like for instance, Friday night. Then we can say this is a time dedicated for rain. The rain can come and, and do whatever it needs. When the far zokt nish rashi beleidu shabbosays, the nor b'shoshein the derev bnei adam lotzays, and that's why the order that Rashi makes it is not that first he tells us that it's Friday night and then explains why Friday night is the right time because that's the time when people don't come. He says it the opposite. He says a time when nobody else is in the street, like Friday night. Why does he change it here different than he has it in Parsha Ekev where first he explains at night when nobody is in the street. The reason is because the meaning of the right time, the time that the rain ha- can be there all on its own is when people don't come out. And that's why that's what can be called the time when the rain is able to have its time, and nobody else will be there to interfere. And then he explains when is such a time when only rain can be there all on, uh, alone. He gives you an example that this is on a Friday night. The p- meaning of Be'ita means when the rain alone can be there. When is such a time? So Rashi explains that's Friday night. But that is because the rain, the time that we can dedicate for the rain is dependent on what are the needs of the Jewish people. Based on that, we can dedicate a time which only the rain will be there. Then there's the other way of looking at it, which is when the brach is some eretz. When we talk about the blessing being directed at the needs of the land, as our Pasuk and our Pasha says, I will give the rain of your land in its time, so then too, of course, the needs of, it's all dependent on what the, because the blessing is directed ultimately to the Yidin. But as it comes through the needs of the land, then the blessing is, it centers around the land. So the Yidin have needs of when the rain should come, and it's all centers around working the land, conforming to the land. It all talks about the needs of the land. Has, as the Yidden need rain for their land. So what does the proper time, when is the time meant, what is the meaning of in its time there? It means, since we're talking about the context of working the land, so the, way, the meaning of in its time is when you're not working your land. I will give you rain when you're not working your land. That's why Rashi says That's why Rashi says what is the right time for giving rain in the context of working your land at night, every night. Every night a person doesn't work the land. That's when it will rain. The time when people don't work in the land. And what is the blessing? How is the land blessed 
because the uh, rain will come only at night. Dr. Rashi, as is his Takanisha Brocha for them Eretz, Noshuletrucho Eschem. Of course, the land doesn't care either way. The land doesn't really care if it comes during the day, during the night, of course. But it means that it will not be troublesome for the people, for the Jewish people, who have to be busy working the land. So I will give it to you in a time when it doesn't trouble you and it doesn't interfere with your working of your land. It'll be good for the Jews who are busy working in their land. When does a person work in the land? Of course, during daylight hours. As it says in the Pasuk, that Yaakov came back from the land in the evening. In other words, during the day he was working in the land, in the field. When he came home at, at, in the evening, when it got dark, that's when you come home. So in other words, the time for working the land is during the day. Therefore, Hashem says the blessing for the land or for the people that are working the land is that it will rain at night when they don't have to be working in the land. Therefore, the rain will never interfere with their working the land. So in our parsha, the blessing is that it will not interfere with your working your land. In the parsha B'chukai the blessing is it will never interfere with your lifestyle in any way, at all. So therefore, it's specific to Friday night, because that's when people don't leave the house altogether. Ches. Rashi, But then, so why does Rashi need another explanation? Why does he go on to say that it also means on Friday nights? Because it's not a, it's, that's not enough of an answer. Because, number one, Favoz so then, if Be'itai simply means at night, why didn't the Pasuk say, The Pasuk could have said, I will give you your rain at night, instead of saying, in its time, and now you have to go figure out what is called its time at night. Why didn't you just say at night? And the word Be'itai is also only one word, just like Be'itai. Why use Be'ita if you could use be more direct and clear and say at night? So that's one reason why that still leaves a question of why doesn't it say it that way. Number two, the word Be'ita is nishglatik. The word in its time in itself has leaves a problem. In its time, I will give you the rain in its time. Its time means the rain's time. In its time is talking about rain in general. So it doesn't mean rain as it pertains to the working of the land. It could be seen as rain in general. What's the right time for rain to come? Not only in the context of, of working the land. Especially that if you say that I will give you your, your rain in its time, that is not always for the benefit of the land. But it's the, the proper time for rain is really directed at the Yid doesn't have to be troubled by rain in the wrong time. But the land, it doesn't really do anything for the land whether it rains this time or that time. The land isn't blessed in any way. So what does it mean in its time if it pertains to the, to the rain's time? So it does, it, saying that it will rain at night doesn't do anything for the rain. Why is that the rain's time? You can say that's the time for a yid that it should rain, but it's not the time of the rain. So therefore these two inconsistencies still leave a bit of a problem. That's why Rashi brings a second explanation. Another explanation is in its time means on Friday night when everybody is at home. When Rashi is matik dem vord and Rashi once again quotes the word beitay, the Rebbe asks why he has to repeat the word beitay again in Zayn Pirush. While the Yisrim from Zayn Pirush, because what is added by the second explanation, even Eshton over the first one, v'shtet in the mashmois and the word beitay canal is all. Because it's the reason we need a second explanation is because the word beitay leaves 
a problem with the first explanation. That's why he quotes the word Be'itai in order to explain the word Be'itai in a better way. We need a second explanation. And the second explanation explains what that Be'itai pertains to the people that it's when they are at home. Still, the first explanation that it means generally at night remains the first and therefore the primary explanation. Because it fits better to the context of the blessing that is being given in Parsha Ekev, in our Parsha, that it talks about not a supernatural, but rather what the, what the field needs. And the field needs more than one night of rain, and so on, naturally speaking. And therefore, the first one uh, generally fits better with the context, but since it leaves a certain problem with the word bi'itai, as if it pertains to the rain, that means... It, so therefore, he explains that it's talking about the people and what their needs are, gives that explanation as well, but the first one remains the primary explanation. Tess. According to this explanation that we gave, in our parsha, the general difference between what's going on in parsha b'chukaisai and what's going on in our parsha? So we find another difference as well. Over there, and it's talking about the reward which is given to those who are doing much more than is ordinarily expected. The toil in Torah. This is a, gen- a very specific category of within the Jewish people. On the other hand, in our parsha, where it talks about the reward because you did what is basically expected. Just the general performance of Torah mitzvahs is thus and that of course pertains to all Jews, not just a specific group, an elite group within the Jewish people that toils and does much more than is expected. And based on this, we can explain the differences in the way Rashi words it between here and there. Number one, Over here it says that everybody is in their homes. Means all all people. Because it's talking about all people. In our Pasha, it pertains to the general Jewish population. So therefore it says everybody is at home. In Parsha B'chukaisai Zak Rashi, over there, what does Rashi say? In B'chukaisai, B'shoshein Derev B'nei Odom, at a time when B'nei Odom, specific type of people, the ones that are referred to as Odom, on Zaknish Kol, it doesn't say all people. Because it's, over there it's talking about those who are toiling in Torah, those who are an elite level, the elite status of people. In fact, Bnei Adam, Adam is the uh, is the the highest level of of description of a word used to describe an elite status of a person. Number two, over here he says they find themselves at home. Not in the negative sense, that if people do not leave their home, he asked that difference why here their home, and over there he said they don't leave home. Because you can't really say that nobody leaves home on Friday night. And people go to shul, to daven, people go to visit, they go to Hashom Zachar, they go for other things, they go out. For the most part, for the general population, most people are home Friday night. People don't run around on Friday night. Of course, there are some things in which you go out, but Generally speaking, people stay home. Whereas over there in Parshav where it talks about a specific elite level of Jews, so we understand that when a person is prohibited from doing any kind of work on Friday night, so therefore what do they do? They fall back on what they, what would they want to do anyway if they didn't have to work? They would be studying Torah. They would be toiling in Torah. That's what they fall back to. So if you can't work anyway, 
you have no distraction from your learning. So then you go back to learning. That's what you do. Therefore, on Friday night, it's not just that they, you know, you're home. It's that you don't go out because you have an opportunity to sit and learn Torah. It's not just that um, you have, no, you know, you, let's do so. Let's find something to do. Go visit someone. A person that is a mailing Torah, if he can't work, then that's what he does. He stays home and he sits and learns Torah. That's why Rashi expresses it. They do not leave home. This is a time that they do not leave home. When the Faris Rashi done, Nishma Faris Vim Bashab Khakis and the Vard Bita Bishakum Shabbasis. And that's also why Rashi over here, he doesn't say it in the way he says in a parashabhakai that when every when everyone is at home, like on Friday night. Because just by most people are home, find themselves at home is not really describing the time of rain. Because in the since ultimately there are people that do walk in the streets even on Friday night, is therefore it can't really be described as the time which is exclusive to rain. Because there are still people that go outside. He's explaining the difference why over there in our sorry in, in our parsha he first starts by identifying the time. rather than saying what is the time? The time is when everybody is at home, because that doesn't really define beitoy. That doesn't really explain that it is the exclusive time for rain. That's why. And over, and over here, what is the meaning that they find themselves at home? That most people find themselves at home. That's why it doesn't perfectly define the time of rain. That's why it starts with Friday night. The time for rain is Friday night, because that's when most people at home are at home. Whereas in Parsha the word Be'itam is defined by the fact that nobody leaves home on Friday night. Because those types of people, the B'nai Odom, the people that toil in Torah, they do not leave home. They stay home. And therefore, it is exclusively the time of rain. And that's why he starts with that. And then he explains, when is that? That's Friday night. As he concludes, Whereas by Pasha where it's talking about those who are toiling in Torah, by them, it perfectly describes that this is the exclusive time for rain. Because nobody leaves home. Nobody goes out of the home at that time. And that's why he starts with that and then explains that that is Friday night. What is the lesson to us in our service of Hashem from this? Over here we see the importance, the great importance that Torah mitzvahs have to be done with toil and with effort. It's not enough that we learn Torah and fulfill mitzvahs, but that it has to be done with great effort. It has to be done beyond what is natural to you, even beyond what is natural to your godly soul. You have to even put... Um, strain your godly soul in order to do Torah mitzvahs in a way that even the godly soul has to put in an effort. And only then can you expect the greater blessing that Hashem offers. Can a yid can come and say, doesn't see the need for such an avayda that has to be dafke in a way that is beyond his, uh, the norm. It is shain he already finds himself as defined as a person that studies Torah. He's defined as a person that does mitzvah. So he is already the definition of a holy person. Why does he have to also break the, what is natural to the godly soul? He's already a godly soul. He already follows the dictates of the godly soul. Why does he have to strain even that? 
that's the answer comes as as dav zayin asinim ashagazarta lena. Do we have to f- perform Torah mitzvahs in a way that we do that which you that which you decreed upon us? That this is what Hashem decreed upon the people as a idzol mashanazayin zayin teva that a Jew a yid has to be ready to change the natural inclination that he has. When dafked them and it's only through this type of the avoda from b'chol ma'idecha. Which is the Aveda which comes from only then can you be called somebody who's doing the will of Hashem. And to note that in Vahayam Shemaya it doesn't say it only says but it doesn't say as it says in the first parsha of Krishna. And that's why this parsha only talks about a natural performance of Torah Mitzvah, not that which goes beyond like a male imitator from Parsha B'chol Kaisei. If you're lacking the B'chol Ma'idecha, not only are you not certain that your Aveda will continue, and then you have to go, you have to be told in the Parsha B'chol Shemaya because it doesn't say B'chol Ma'idecha. Therefore, you have to be told you should be careful because you may be led astray and so on. That could lead. In other words, the Aveda can fail at some point too. Nor Nachma, but it's even more than that. Aveda as on Teva, that it's more than that even. Because even when you are doing your Aveda, when you are successful in that type of Aveda, but if it doesn't include changing your nature, Vert that's called not having served Hashem. And that's called the Yidin are not doing the will of Hashem as is known in other places in Chesidus that if you do only what your nature dictates that's called somebody who doesn't serve Hashem. And it's only through an Aveda which also includes which means going beyond your limits. Only that, bring, only that kind of Aveda brings down the blessing from above in a way that is completely infinite and beyond limitation. Until it comes to the level as it's expressed, described in Pasha Tavai, look down from the, your holy place. That even though it says over there that the word Ashkifa usually means that Hashem looked down in a negative way, but you're able to transform even the word Ashkifa, which means generally negative, Vetnis Hapech is transformed in Aloshem Bracha, and it's made into a Bracha, it's brought into a Bracha, that you can even transform negative into positive, in other words, a supernatural reward that comes from going beyond your limits.